When it hurts, observe. Life is trying to teach you something. This is the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain. If it's your first time joining me, welcome. Thanks for giving me a shot. The Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast is available for subscription on YouTube, Rumble, and Facebook. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe there. Also, make sure you check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And also don't forget to leave a review. Help feed those algorithms to help the show grow. Wizard Worth Knowing is brought to you by Amazon Audible, where listening is the new reading. Get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for 30 days. Sign up right now for a limited time offer for my listeners at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E wisdomworthknowing.org. When it hurts, observe. Life is trying to teach you something. There is a constant question that runs through all of our minds, or in reality, many people's minds. I can't say what runs through all of yours, but I do know it's a common theme and a common question. It's, what is the purpose of suffering? Why do we hurt? Why does pain exist? Wouldn't it be better if the world had no pain, if pain and suffering didn't exist at all? Like many people before me, I've spent countless hours trying to figure out and wrestle with this reality. And I don't want to devalue people's pain or suffering. So I hope that when I do talk about pain and suffering in this episode, that you realize that I realize that I realize that there's a depth of pain and suffering that even I have not experienced. I don't know the depth of whatever pain and suffering you're going through is. What I'm going to try to do is help you reconcile what pain is and why it's there and, and what, what we can extract from it that is of use rather than having it constantly destroy our happiness and joy, which is, which is definitely a, something we can wrestle with. But I'm going to try to be as realistic as possible as I can. Um, because I, I do realize that there are degrees of suffering and degrees of tolerances to suffering. It's very individual and it's very personal. It's very unique. But even though the amount or level of suffering we experience is unique, suffering itself is not. We all experience it at some point in our lives. If you have not experienced it yet, don't worry, it's coming. <laughs> But count yourself blessed if you haven't, seriously. When a kid touches a hot pan on a stove and they get burnt and they pull their hand away and they scream or they cry out. The first thing a parent says to a kid who did that, like maybe they turn their back for just a second is. Yeah, that's hot. You probably shouldn't touch that again. But the great thing about pain, never thought I'd say that out loud. The great thing about pain is it is self-teaching in most cases. The parent may say, yeah, don't touch that. It's hot. 
but you're basically being redundant, right? The kid, hopefully at that point, has made the connection. Because pain, in terms of feedback, is a self-teaching loop, right? So when they experience the pain, hopefully that is sufficient to teach them without the necessity of a parent coming in and telling them, yeah, don't touch that, it's hot. So the value in pain on a fundamental level is that pain is a feedback mechanism for us. Now, there's different types of pain. There's physical pain. There's emotional pain. There's spiritual pain. And I'll just use those three categories for the sake of our, our conversation. We could obviously unpack that and go into more detail on it. But physical pain is the most obvious. Physical pain is something like touching a hot pan or accidentally putting your hand on a hot radiator, cutting ourselves with a knife on accident. Um, physical pain can give us feedback on how to react to future decisions, right? So if we make a decision like touching a pan and it burns us, we know that now we've learned the lesson that based on physical pain that we shouldn't touch that pan anymore. There is a condition in which people don't feel pain or they feel little pain. And it's actually a very dangerous condition. I don't remember the name of the condition, but I remember reading about this. You may need to Google that. I don't want to Google it at the moment. But the point is, is they actually have to be incredibly careful because they can actually mortally wound themselves and actually bleed out and die without realizing it because their bodies aren't sending them the pain signals to tell them that something is wrong. So when we go down this road of, of imagining a world without pain, what we don't realize is pain in certain contexts is not only a good thing, but it's essential to survival. If we never experienced any pain, then we would never experience the consequences necessary to survive in a world that's trying to kill you. <laughs> and, and I don't know if you were aware of this yet, but the world is trying to kill you. And I don't mean that in a paranoid way. I just mean nature itself is pretty merciless and we are all on a path toward the end, right? And so pain is a component in this existence that gives us feedback on the decisions we make so that we can exist or continue to exist with dangers. And then people say, well, why do the dangers even exist? Well, why, 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 why even make, why don't we all just live in bubbles, right? Why didn't we just exist in a world in which we were immortal and everything else was immortal and everything's perfect? Arguably, the reason for suffering and pain in, in that context is so that we can actually learn things, right? We can't, we don't learn without pain. If there aren't limits to what we can do, then we can't learn how to love. We can't learn how to make good decisions. We can't learn because there are no bad ones. We can't learn how to strengthen our bodies because there is no pain in weakness. You see what I mean? So like you have to have that counter pendulum in order to value anything. We need to have the opposite. The opposite has to exist. We have to have something to contrast it against. We take for granted 
that we know suffering exists because we've always existed in a world where suffering exists. But if we didn't exist in a world where suffering exists, we didn't, we wouldn't even know what suffering is. And therefore we wouldn't even know what gratitude and joy and happiness are because those are the opposite of sadness and depression and loneliness, right? There has to be something in which to contrast ourselves. So that talks a little bit about the physical pain. Well, then we can go into emotional pain. And I, I honestly think that emotional pain is a, a significant chunk of it is the emotional feedback our minds and our conscience are giving us so that we can stop to try to reconcile what we are feeling. If we are experiencing tremendous emotional pain, it's because we are experiencing something new and different that we don't fully understand yet. And I think it's our minds, our mind trying to tell us that this is something that we need to wrestle with so that we can reconcile it. Now, we can drown out our emotional pain with drugs, alcohol, or whatever that might be, or we can ignore it, we can distract ourselves from it. But it generally always kind of comes creeping back into different areas of our lives. So what's helped me work through emotional pain, and, and again, it's something we work through. We don't wake up one morning and we're just over things. If you are, you're a rare breed of human. But what's, what's helped me work through emotional pains is things like journaling and writing and praying out loud, like talking and, and really trying to refine our thinking and learn to explain to ourselves what we're feeling so that we can reconcile our emotions and our thoughts. This is that life is trying to teach us something. So when we're experiencing emotional pain, our minds are trying to teach us something, but we need to stop and listen. And maybe we need to pick up a book. Maybe we need to talk to a psychologist. Maybe we need to talk to a therapist. Maybe we need to pray to God. Maybe we need to have just conversations with ourselves in our car. But we need to dig deep down in there and try to learn what it is that life is trying to teach us on an emotional level. And that can be challenging. To try to understand why it is we're feeling what we're feeling. A good example of the emotional process somebody goes through um, is one of my favorite books. It's called A Grief Observed by C.S. Lewis. And he documents basically the emotional roller coaster ride he went through when he lost his wife, when she died, when she died of cancer. And then you see just the, the whole pendulum of what, of the anger and the frustration and the sadness and the grief of, of what a human being who can, who can write well and articulate his feelings well, what he goes through. And if, if we stop to learn the language that puts words to our emotions so that we can explain to ourselves what we're going through, then, then that can help us kind of put the pieces back together, you know, because we, we can make sense of it in, in a way that is communicatable communicable i don't know which word that is and i'm hope i hope i'm kind of tapping into something here is that when we experience pain our minds and our and our and our emotions want us to understand what it is we're dealing with and and that's why the pain is there and and we've 
very few of us stop to take the time to try to articulate and really dial in what it is that we're experiencing so that we can explain it to ourselves and to others. And I do think sitting down and, and talking to other people who have experienced pain is incredibly therapeutic, especially if they're going through a similar side type of suffering. I, I'm, I'm going to talk about that here actually more in a moment because I almost missed this ad spot. But Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Amazon Audible. If you're like me and you love reading but don't have the time, then Audible audiobooks may be the perfect solution for you. With Audible, listening is the new reading. You can pop in your earbuds and discover that next exciting adventure or expand your knowledge from any PC, Mac, Android, Alexa, or Apple device. And check this out. Because you listen to this show for a limited time, you can get instant access to thousands of audiobooks from Audible's Premium Plus catalog completely free. Just visit audible.wisdomworthknowing.org right now and take advantage of a free 30-day trial for my listeners. That's right. For 30 days, you'll get full access to Audible's Premium Plus catalog as well as an additional free title of your choosing. If you discover audiobooks aren't for you, no problem. You can cancel instantly online anytime without paying one cent. That's it. It's that simple. Two years ago, audiobooks began to change my life, and they may change yours too. Pause this podcast and head over to Audible, that's A-U-D-I-B-L-E, dot wisdomworthknowing.org, and sign up right now for this exclusive limited-time offer for my listeners. I want to make sure I get back to this importance of, of being in contact and reaching out to people who are going through the same suffering you are, okay? So, and the reason this is important is because you will come in contact with people who have more experience in that type of suffering. Things like addiction, Al-Anon, Alcoholics Anonymous, Narcotics Anonymous, um, group therapy groups. You don't even need to go there and share. Just show up and listen. And the reason this is incredibly valuable, and this is the reason that book, A Grief Observed, is incredibly valuable, is because when you are around people who are honest about their emotions and what they're going through, especially if it's something that you're going through right now, you begin to learn the words to put into context the feelings that you're feeling. Because if we don't learn to express our pain and our suffering, we don't learn because life is trying to teach us something, then our emotions get trapped. They want to get out. And so if we, we don't stop to take the time to learn to articulate and refine our language and learn new vocabulary even, then they will be trapped. Our emotions will get trapped and they'll fester and they eventually they, they just reach a boiling point. And then they come out in very ugly ways. Like if we don't deal with our emotions directly, they, they come out at what I, what I don't, I'm not, I stole this analogy from somebody else. I don't remember who it was, but they come out in pressure points. Like if you're, if you see yourself as a balloon that's being squeezed, there are certain areas of the balloon that pop out and then eventually they pop. So, so if we look at our emotions as pressure points, maybe we're prone to anger. And so a pressure point in which our emotions will pop out will be yelling, screaming. Maybe we struggle with anxiety. And so that pressure point will be panic attacks and fear. Maybe we struggle with lust 
And so that acting out will be irresponsible sex, irresponsible sexual behavior, right? Maybe we struggle with greed, not greed. Um, yeah, greed, gluttony, right? You know, overeating is how our emotions will come out because we can't articulate. Or overspending. So we all have these pressure points and we all deal with our pressure in a different way, right? And if we don't learn to reconcile whatever those emotions are, I firmly believe that these pressure points will continue to manifest. Now, granted, this is not a perfect process. You're going to go through a point where those pressure points do pop. You know, it, no matter what, it, it's life. We're imperfect people. We are in progress. We are not going to do this perfectly, especially when it comes to grieving and pain and suffering. Emotional and spiritual pain is incredibly complex. It's incredibly personal. And if it's a deep, deep wound, it could take days, weeks, months, years for us to fully be able to understand and articulate that pain in a healthy way. But I do genuinely believe one of the quickest paths to that is to talk to people, especially people who are going through the same type of suffering you are. And if you're not comfortable looking up a group on the Internet that you can get in contact with, you could talk to a, an individual one-on-one -on -one therapist. That's always an option. You can go online and, and find help groups on social media. You can find them on. And listen, you don't have to say anything. Just read what other people are saying. So that you can put words to what it is you're experiencing. Books, audiobooks, and and uh, podcasts are great forms for this too, because they they, especially if they're focused on the thing that you're struggling with, they can give you the language necessary to 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 deal with whatever it is you're dealing with. And if it's an emotional issue, then yeah, start with whatever it is emotionally you're dealing with, whether it's fear, anxiety, anger, depression, um, sadness, grief. Laser focus in on people who have learned to master these things. And then if it's spiritual, then, then maybe you do need to be doing some soul searching. Maybe you need to pick up the Bible and read it once. And if you do that, I highly recommend you just read it by yourself on your own. Don't rely on other people who are saying... The, the 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 single most misrepresented person in history is Christ. And I don't just mean he was misrepresented by non-believers. Believers have also deeply misrepresented him. So the best thing you can do is to pick up Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and read what he said for yourself and formulate your own opinion. At least initially. that That's my opinion on the subject. And then you can actually... Realize that he said that you have a personal one-on-one -on -one converse, uh, relationship with God and you can start praying to him immediately. You do not require an intercessor. So that's something to, to consider. But this show isn't generally religious, but I am a Christian, so I will share what value that has to me. And, and, and I obviously won't judge you if you're not a Christian. That's foundationally inappropriate. The point is, is that we, and actually Bible actually is also a great source for, for learning language that helps put spiritual conflict into words. There was an interesting article 
from Jordan Peterson on this, not in articles in the interview, where he discusses that the, and I didn't realize this, that the foundation of all of our literature is the Bible. Like if you go back into, and I don't mean Christianity, I just mean the Bible. He just meant the Bible in written word. It was the first mass produced book. And it's the source in which the majority of people became literate. And so much of literature sprung from it being the source of original literature. And that's kind of a fascinating prospect because he says that it ends up being the foundation of, of our writing in a lot of ways, in the way we communicate, especially in the written word. And so there's value in just reading it, right? So even if you don't agree with what's in it, just there's there's a fundamental communication value in it, in, in knowing the language and how people communicated and how people continue to communicate on spiritual on spiritual issues so that we ourselves can reconcile this this language thing. I thought that was a fascinating point that he made. So that's something to consider. So pain and suffering, like I said at the beginning of this video, I don't want to devalue whatever it is you're going through because I think that we all experience different degrees of pain and suffering at different seasons of our life. I want to encourage you that it is just a season. This too shall pass. You will get through it. Just try to figure out what it is your mind and your emotions and life is trying to teach you. And who knows? Maybe you will take something from that. And you will be helpful to the next person who's dealing with that exact same type of pain and suffering. Because all we can really do is try to extract something of value from the tremendous suffering life will inevitably deliver to us. Like I said, if you have a pulse, it's only a matter of time. So yeah, I, I hope I tackle this issue appropriately. I hope I didn't offend anybody who, who may be going through something right now. I do want you to know that you're not alone. This is the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. I've been your host, Craig Chamberlain. If you like this show, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe on your favorite social network. We are on Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble. You can also share on all the major social networks. Feed those algorithms. It helps the show grow. Also, you can visit the website at wisdomworthknowing.org. You can also connect on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. So make sure you're leaving reviews on your favorite podcasting network, preferably a five-star review. If you hate the show, I'm surprised you made it to this point, but please don't. <laughs> please don't leave a bad review. That will make it harder for the show to grow. The show is brought to you by Audible, where listening is the new reading. Before you head out... Don't forget to take advantage of the limited time offer for my listeners to get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for 30 days and one free title of your choosing. You can sign up for that special offer at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E.wisdomworthknowing.org. So until next time, when it hurts, observe. Life is trying to teach you something. So until tomorrow, let's work on being the best version of ourselves that we can today. Because that 
is all we can do. Thanks for stopping by. I will see you all tomorrow.